0: Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helped start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible and it starts with you. Get out your field notes and let's tap into peaceful achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 minutes to having it all. Ann March is the founder and the owner of Bark and Play. And Bark and Play is a multifaceted business and I'm actually going to let Ann kind of give you the dirty details of what that business looks like. but I just want to welcome Anne to today's podcast episode and I'm just delighted to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So talk about Bark and Play. What is it? And, you know, give us the full spectrum. So anybody who's listening to this has a, a clear idea of what kind of business you have founded and that you operate today.
1: Well Bark and Play began um, in 2014. It actually began quite a few years before that as I experienced taking my dog to a person to sit for them in San Francisco and I had a really bad experience. And then after that I had a really great experience. So it was almost magical movie-like. And then I was working a lot of hours at the hospital, and I decided to jump off a bridge and took out my retirement and started my own business with the dogs, doing doggy daycare, boarding, and baths. So I I can relate to the client in that I've had that bad experience, and the dogs are my kids, so that's, that's what
0: makes it fun. So it's pet boarding, and then it's, it's a spa experience, right? And then you've got a little fun thing that happens in between those two things, sure, with our listeners. Yeah. Um, what is the expanse of your business, actually?
1: Well, um, this just in January, we opened the Bark Spa, and we will have grooming starting in the summer. And we also have a Bark bus that can transport the client's fur baby from the bark and play to the spa or the spa to bark and play, or even pick up the client's dog at
0: the house and bring them. So it just makes it easier for everybody. Yeah. So it is a full bodied business. And I love how you started with the boarding, right? And that side of it. And then adding the different assets of having the spa, but you know what? Your spa is very unique. Tell us what makes um, the spa so unique for your clients.
1: Well, I wanted it to be a different experience for the client and the dog or pet um, because I didn't want people to just walk in and see a dog getting groomed and hair everywhere. I wanted it to be a relaxing experience for the dog. We also uh, provide Theraclean microbubble baths, which is the first one in the state of Iowa. It's a deep cleaning bath that uses microbubbles to clean. It's very exciting. It's therapeutic baths, and I'm very excited to offer that.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So Theraclean. I mean, this is kind of an innovative product that is happening. And give us an idea of really what does the Theraclean process look like, and what can a client expect? I mean, what kind of pet would be the perfect ideal pet for that?
1: Uh, any pet with a skin problem, skin allergies, um, it helps with ear infections, it helps with arthritis and our elderly pets, it helps with shedding. What it does is it takes microbubbles, the machine makes microbubbles, they're a negative ion, dirt's a positive ion, they attract it, pulls it out of the pores, so it clean, deep cleans the skin it's a deep hypoallergenic clean it doesn't use any chemicals no soaps anything it's just water and bubbles any dog that's allergic to any shampoos or anything like that that's a big
0: big help Yeah, absolutely. So it's very unique in the marketplace, and you're one of the first to really kind of chart the path and and bring people to that experience. Okay, so tell us about the boarding. I mean, what is it about Bark and Play boarding experience? Talk to us about your staff. What uh, what type of amenities do you offer there?
1: Well, first, the state requires us to do a meet and greet uh, before we get started. So uh, the dog has to meet the staff, and we have paperwork for them to fill out. They have to meet certain criteria. And then... Once the dog passes the meet and greet, they're free to come for daycare boarding. And our boarders are integrated into our daycare groups, so they get to play all day long. Um, they have a mid-morning nap and a regular nap. Everybody gets a nap from 11 to 1, and then there's a mid-afternoon nap. So, and then, yeah, so their staff are playing with them all the time. We play ball. Uh, it's very interactive. It's, it's, great. it's positive. The dogs get to beat dogs in a pack, but yeah, there's a
0: pack leader in there so that everybody remains safe and calm in the pack. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And as being a dog owner myself, I mean, I totally relate to it and I know the value of, of offering such a service to the people in your community and um, in the surrounding communities, but it goes deeper to that. So how, you know, you said you were in the medical field and how did you get into, well, there's one of our famous people right there who's just (laughs) sharing. That's awesome. People love listening. Sorry, That's okay. So um, how did you get into it? I mean, like besides your, you know, you had that experience, but what really gave you? Because in this space, maybe somebody's going to be listening to this episode and they're hearing somebody say, you know, you, you just, you know, you kind of went all in and, and raised your hand and said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. What gave you the grit in that, Anne, to to say yes to this? And what does it look like for you to be an entrepreneur?
1: Well, I wanted to be closer to family, and I I wanted to make an impact in people's lives. Granted, I was doing that in the cardiac cath lab, helping save lives, but this is so much positivity, and my dogs are my kids, and I know, I feel like I can relate to people, and it makes people happy. It's very therapeutic uh, from not only my just employees, but my clients as well, because they don't have to deal with the rigmarole of having a crazy dog when they come home.
0: Yeah, And I get that as we're recording this episode, right? Because we always put these episodes out in advance, you know, we're all experienced the COVID-19 pandemic around the world. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, how, how has this impacted you? Let's just take the space that you're experiencing right now as a small business owner and give us um, some insight into that.
1: Well, um, high anxiety. <laughs> um, my clients come first and my staff comes first. They're number one. They're my family. I want them to be safe. And having a medical background, it's helped me to make some of these decisions as well. We have closed for the safety of my clients and my pets and my staff. So that decision was very difficult, but I know in my heart it was the right decision to make because not only am I helping out my employees with not just cutting their hours and before all of the federal grants and everything came into place, I didn't want them to have to worry about getting their hours and their safety. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: And as we've gone through this together, I mean, there's there's really no right or wrong answer in this whole process. And yeah, with being mandated, um, with providing the type of service that you have, I mean, you've been required to, to close down. And that's not easy on anybody. And how are you weathering that storm? I mean, as, as like, what, what, give us a tip or point or something that you've done specifically that's really helped you get through this and um, release some of the worry that you've experienced as a small business owner.
1: Um, I think that uh, there are days where you think to yourself, oh my gosh, like, am I going to lose it all and all that hard work, but then you really have to dig inside yourself and know that, This is just a mountain that's, you're just going to make it over and it's going to be fine on the other side. It's just, just a blip in the road and we can all get through this. And it makes me feel better that I'm not the only one in the boat. All of us are in this together.
0: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, millions of people are being impacted, which, you know, none of us have experienced that. And so this is a very unique time. And as you know, I mean, I, I work in this space of helping entrepreneurs and small business owners and, you know, creating strategies, building plans, holding ourselves accountable, and um, being able to, to sustain some of these rough spots. So um, I'm going to kind of lean into you as, as being a, a client. Give us some insight as to, you know, why you hired. A coach.
1: Well, I remember the day that we talked and
0: I was standing in my new
1: building that I bought for the spa and you were telling me what was all involved in it. And I was thinking to myself, literally walking in a circle, how am I gonna do this? And what am I doing right now? I don't even know what I'm doing. I was it felt like I was being pulled in twenty-five directions, but I needed to do twenty-five things at the same time, but yet nothing was really getting done fully. And correctly. And because I'm not in a business person background, I have a healthcare background. There are a lot of things in business that I did not understand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So okay, so that was the experience before we've been, you know, together through, through a full coaching partnership. What does it look like today? I mean, like, so that experience of, you know, you standing in that business going, you know, I'm feeling maybe a little stuck or, or going in circles. What helped you the most?
1: Getting clear on what I need to do and how to prioritize things and not to feel so overwhelmed and remember to just take it granularly and not maybe not even look at the whole picture right away. Just take little pieces of it and work on those pieces to make that big picture. Yeah. That's helped a lot
0: yeah and you've increased revenues you've expanded retail service i mean you've had from what i've been able to witness some some pretty exponential growth in opening up the spa hitting goals i mean you are a business owner who not only you know set a mark and said this is the standard we're shooting for but you you're very effective at it you were able to easily build the business in a way that was effective for you and, and as you know, I'm very passionate about making it peaceful and easy and really for the, you know, the business owner to operate. You know, give us some insight into that experience and being able to operate a business that really speaks to who you are and is growing effectively but under your, you know, your most efficient way. Well, I remember one, we
1: talked about the 30-60-10 and I was having trouble implementing that because I was everywhere at the spa at the daycare and I was also doing construction and then I mean there was a lot of things happening at the same time and it was hard for me to do the 306010 but we talked through it and we just made a plan so that it, I improvised it so that it fit my needs and I felt comfortable in there and then I wasn't so stressed about
0: it. And then I could accomplish those things. Yeah. And so what Ann's referring to anybody who doesn't know about the thirty-sixty-ten 10 formula, what that does is give you laser focus on, you know, three things to focus on with matched to a percentage of time to do it. And what that does is create a really healthy boundary and enhances performance so effectively that you just kind of wake up and say, you know what, I only have to do three things. But those three things are full bodied in the business. You're growing the business, you're focused on serving clients at the VIP top shelf level, and then you're following up and following through. There's no like cracks or missteps. And I think that's, that's somewhat of the joy of being able to be systemized in our businesses. Yeah. Curious too, is there one thing that you've learned about yourself as a business owner that surprises you or that you would like to share?
1: Gosh, um, I think I never knew how much of a perfectionist I was until I opened a business.
0: <laughs> ah, right? Yep. What yeah. What did you learn about being a perfectionist? I mean, what what kind of sealed that deal for you, Anne?
1: Well, I some of things like the policy and procedure handbook, I put it off because I'm too much of a perfectionist and um now I understand that I just take it little piece by piece and it doesn't overwhelm me and it doesn't have to be perfect. And a lot of things in business, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to implement it and go. So,
0: Okay. And one question I like to ask our, you know, our previous clients is, you know, what is the definition of success for you, Anne, in your business? What is, what is that definition? How do you measure success?
1: I define it as being happy in my self-worth and in my community and giving back. I'm not here to, I've said it since day one, I'm not here to make a million dollars. I'm just here to make the dogs happy and my clients happy and that makes me happy.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, that's why you love showing up every day and I think that's why you're such a good steward of your business is because you are so heart-centered in it, right? You, you show up with that passion and we always say passion, not paychecks, right? You are so passionate and I think that overrules and it has allowed you, to, you know, have those paychecks happen. So you grow the business, you support uh, staff. I mean, you're doing some wonderful things in your community that, you know, you're able to provide. And if you weren't the one who was courageous enough to say, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur, those things wouldn't be there. So kudos to you for, for being in that space. So where can we find you? Like where, as somebody is listening to this episode and they may not be in your immediate area, but where can we find you? Where can we look it up? Because I love following your Facebook page. I mean, it's cute pups all day long, especially in today's times. We need to see those smiling, wagging tails and happy faces. So where can we find you? Where are your social connections?
1: Um, we're on Facebook at Bark and Play Daycare and Suites. And then we also have a website, com we're working on an Instagram page. I'm a little technical, not tech savvy. So we're working on connecting those and, um, you could always call the daycare at 319-753-2275 and the Bark Spa hat does have a Facebook page. There's not a website yet, but it's coming. And the Bark Spa is 319-752-7682.
0: Yeah. So Excellent. Okay, and what's one of the things that your staff does for your boarders during the day? I mean, you you reply to moms and dads while they're at work, right? Give us a little insight into what you guys do for the your for your uh, clients.
1: Oh, we have done anything from um, connecting, made an engagement photo, and uh, the couple were in Florida and they called and said, "Post the photo with their dogs. Will you marry me?" We do contests every month for the best, like at the Valentine's Day. We did a 20s, roaring 20s picture in the month. Every month we have Santa come at Christmas.
0: Um, just a lot of fun stuff. Halloween costumes. And yeah, uh, you have got a thriving business there. (laughs) And it's fun because you also have the retail space too. So you can serve clients and offer them different products and tools too, as they're dropping the pets off and different ways to keep their pets healthy and different retail goodies as well. So yeah, really encourage that as well. Excellent. Well, do you have any last words about being an entrepreneur or being a coaching client? Any tips or advice that you can leave us off with today? Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, Don't be hesitant about hiring a coach uh, or Marlo because it's been a fantastic experience. I was extremely nervous and scared about it, but it's, it's... It's opened my eyes. So a lot of things, it's taught me so many things. Um,
0: I feel much more clear on things in business worlds. Well, thank you for that. This was just a fun episode. I always love doing the client spotlights. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released. And leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.